0: score. There's
1: one Welcome back to the second episode of the week of the Champions Playbook here on the back porch of Franklin Bridge. Our fun episode. Q&A. We talk about a lot of things on this one and we had a massive live Q&A last week. Um, We had a Stop, but we had we, we had we had so many <laughs> questions but we had to stop. We were running at almost an hour. We could
0: have been there till like eleven PM if we wanted to be Oh yeah.
1: We should do something where we just out here and answer people's questions. Just keep like it, a late night. Keep it rolling.
2: And all just the day. Answer all the time. anything.
1: And we should you know what we should do is we should do one of these at like um at like a club championship or the Bear or something like that. Club championship's coming up. We should do it October?
0: Yeah, we should do it before. The start of that.
1: I like that. Or have a, uh, a registration day kind of thing. That would be sweet. Lots some fun. Well that's some fun. Anyway, <coughs> live Q&A. We've got two already queued up. But first, um, if you guys want to submit a question to get answered on the podcast, even if you can't be here at Franklin Bridge, you can, you can always DM at golf two S's, two E's, and we'll make a note to put it in the podcast. So or at the underscore jbeard. Yeah, but you always have the the story up with all like oh, the that's ask me saying. a question. Yeah, 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 So you can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we usually put that up on Tuesday. on Tuesdays, and um, you can always DM the question to us as well. So um, first, there's a question brought to us during the break. Yep. That I feel like we should we should talk about um, last week. There were no players under par. No, all players. All players were under par. Sorry, that's my yeah, no, I meant. Players, that's why over I, no par. players over par. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. And so, which begs the question: What makes a hard course, or is the course too easy? Well, and, we, and we've talked about this on some occasions with like the Tiger proofing and the Bryson proofing golf courses. Yeah. Um, but diving into it for more like analytical level, what what would you have to say on that?
0: Uh, I think the exact phrasing of the question is like. What does two guys at 27 under par say about the golf course? Yeah. Is it too easy? Is it not? Uh, we had a couple of players over 20 under par. Um, and then for everybody to be under par, I think it was the first time in like 15 years since they started the playoffs at the BMW championship. So and like, before
1: you kind of dive into this too, when we had our masters two years ago during COVID, or I guess a year and a half ago in November, Dustin Johnson was like 20 under par at the end. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about just how different the course is around, uh, you know, in November and where normally Masters Greens are super hard and fast, firm and fast. You know, when you play in November and it's just a super soft golf course. So now it changes the whole complexity of the course in a whole and changes your strategy as a whole. So. Talk a little bit, too, about course conditions and how that can completely transform a strategy going into a tournament.
0: So, a lot of players in the PGA Tour will talk about a golf course being soft. If it's soft, like, they can just throw it in really close and the ball won't run out, it won't roll out. Now, here's the funny thing about that. When a golf course is soft... The ball doesn't roll out as much in the fairway either, so they have longer shots in than normal. But it becomes about being able to get the ball to stop where you want it on the green. Um, and if you put yourself in a bad spot around a green, it gets it, makes it easier for the ball to stop next to the hole. Um, which really, I would say this is kind of a medium. It wasn't super soft golf course. Uh, but they were able to get up and down from some ugly spots because they were soft enough. They're also playing on bent grass, which makes it a little bit easy. Um <coughs> So, I'm trying to figure out how I want to answer this. So, Ernie Els, in a single tournament in PGA Tour history, um, shot, Ernie Els has the record, 31 under par. It's back first in the 90s. For 72 holes. For 72 holes. So, Ernie was a big guy, like... You, I don't think people have an appreciation for how good these guys really are. Like, yes, was the golf course playing easier? Clearly, because they all shot under par. But these are also the guys that are playing best, the best players during the year. So, like, they've earned their way into this tournament. Um, and this has kind of one, been one of the arguments. People are like, I don't want to see these guys shoot 27 under par. Who doesn't want course record records to be broken? Like, nobody wants to go to the – watch the Olympics for the next – 40 years and go well oh, nobody broke Usain Bolt's record that's cool like oh great everybody's a tenth of a second behind Usain Bolt like that becomes boring at some point point. and mean, people like to see records be broken they like to see you know things like that happen so in a certain sense it sells um keep a couple things in mind the average tour width fairway is between 25 and 30 yards that's super narrow their rough is deeper than I mean you saw how deep some of the rough was there this week that's insane.
1: Yeah, and if you want a, a ex- extravagant example, think about you know Wingfoot for U.S. Open, uh, not last year but the year before. Yeah, like you're, that, you're hitting out a five to six inch rough, and have a hard time finding your golf ball. Which is partly why Bryson probably ended up having an advantage. Big strong dudes, Bryson and Kepka, I
0: think have advantages there. But I mean, you still have to make the putts. Uh, you still have to hit the shots. A lot of eagles in this tournament, so par fives were very gettable for multiple reasons. Um, I could say it's a little bit easy, uh, but, I mean, they were five ahead of the rest of the field. Like that's if, if I had more players up near the 27 under par mark, I would maybe think it was definitely too easy, but they... I mean, they bested the rest of everybody by five, and then there are only, like, two more players at 20 under par. So, like, they were clear of basically 50 players. They were clear
1: of 47 players by
0: at least seven shots. I'm going
1: to play devil's advocate here and say that for the people who don't like seeing those scores, like, yes, everybody wants to see course records get broken, but I think... That people want to see these best of the best players, the PGA Tour players, struggle a little bit and have the course get the best of them.
0: Which is why the U.S. Open is the way it is. Like We are trying to separate the best players from the rest, and that's why you don't see low scores at the U.S. Open. So clearly they know how to make them harder. Now, maybe it's picking a different golf course, maybe it's whatever, but these guys... like. Hitting a ball as far as they do into spots as narrow as they do, into rough that's as thick as it is, onto greens as fast as they are is impressive. (laughs) Like if, so I'll put it this way. So this is one of the things I wanted to bring up on this point. If you aren't the best in your city, you don't have a chance. Sorry, just being honest. Like you do not have a chance if you are not the best in your city. Like nobody can touch you. Going another step further, you should be the very best in your state. Anybody can walk up and play you at any given day, and you almost never lose. Like hearing hearing Bubba talk about playing at his home golf course, Bubba Watson isn't playing all that great on the PGA Tour, but he almost never shoots a score on his home course that starts with a 7. Think about that. He's at least 3 to 4 under par. Every single time he plays his home golf course. So if you aren't shooting 65 on your home golf course all the time, you probably don't have a chance. i you too. won't eventually, but like people do not, there are all these guys trying to get out there that are just never going to get there. But they're, they're the fact that they're playing funds, the guys that can, because the entry fees yep. go up. So like you have to have them or those guys don't have a chance either. So it's kind of, I, don't know, that's kind of, I think that's kind of cool like hey you're never gonna make it thanks for the check
1: there was a video that um a guy got invited to go play with Bubba at his home course mm-hmm. and of course if you're if you're if you're getting invited to play with a PGA tour player you know like you want to play your best golf and he was saying like afterwards it's just crazy how Bubba's hitting these like 75 yard fades and placing it (laughs) right on the green and it's like you're playing your best golf and you can't even like he's in another stratosphere uh it's just funny like you really do i don't think people understand how much of a difference there is between these guys and us
0: for those that play here at franklin bridge let me give you an idea of how good these guys are if you take if you take those same guys that we've done this before that played this week i've talked about it so everybody shot under par right the pj tour if you make this golf course as hard as you can, play it tipped all the way out, even add a tee box on two and some other places to make it longer, in the first day alone, you would maybe have 20 guys shoot the course record. Oh, yeah. If not more... Like, I still think I'm low-balling that, well, by the way. Hold on. <laughs> like,
1: I think this is a really good... I think like, this is a really good point. That's how
0: good... Like, you're going to have... You know, how many guys would shoot fifty nine out here. It'd be f- hey, be ridiculous.
1: Take us through the first. Let's go like speed round through the first nine and give us the lines that these guys would end up taking. All
0: right. So course course conditions, the ferries would be cut tighter. Like that would that would happen. Yes, the greens would get faster. You'd have a dozen guys drive the green on one uh, putting for eagle. Like that's just the way that's gonna be. Yep. And if they don't, they're gonna you have a couple guys chip it in. Two. Uh, two is gonna be driver wedge. 3 or 9 iron. Even if you bump it back 50 yards, it's still going to be driver iron. Yep. Uh 3 3 so the par 3s here are interesting. Yeah. So that means it's 240 yards. You're going to see a lot of pars there. You're not going to see a lot of birdies. Um three's a hard hole for anybody. But like if they All the way they're good out. enough, like the way that green shaped is like they can bring it in either way and still get the ball to maneuver. So mm-hmm. I you'd see even par there. Four you see a couple guys go for the green. Um off the tee. Yeah, and if not, they'd hit iron, iron, iron wedge. on Tight, yeah. Yeah, and then five, you'd see eight Probably the same iron, thing seven three. irons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not quite, but you'd see a lot of birdies there. That's hole's too easy for them. Six, you'd have a bunch Drives of guys drive the green. the green. Seven, they'd hit fairway woods down to 100 yards, hit wedge on, even with the new tee box. It's not a par five. It would be a par four for them, easy. Eight. Like, that's, that's just like an average par four
1: for them. Eight's a driven green or a chip. Eight,
0: eight you'll have them drive. The, they'll have a chip. They'll be chipping. That's just the way it is. Nine, new number nine. Old
1: nine. The old nine, they might take it over into the old, landing zone. Old
0: nine, they just knock an iron out in the fairway and then knock a hybrid or an iron Do you think you'd green.
1: see a guy like Bryson try and go for the landing zone on I, the tee shot?
0: Uh, I don't know, but I think you'd see a couple guys shoot 27 or 28 on the front nine. A couple. These of guys, guys just
1: take lines that we don't even <laughs> think about. And then 10, they'd go over the trees. That'd
0: be easy. Uh, 11, uh, 11. Um, can I see the card? Can I see the card?
1: We got a special guest.
0: Did you win? Did you win? Oh, nice. There we go. Like it. Um, so, and then we're on 11. Uh, You'd have a couple guys driving the green on 11. Um,
1: you'd probably see some ridiculous lines on 10 too.
0: Oh yeah, you, they go over the trees. It's not a problem. <laughs> yeah, driver wedge on ten, driver chip on eleven. You have seven, eight irons on twelve. Even if you put the pins on, you can shoot. You can put the pins three feet from the edge of the green. I don't care. Like they're still going to shoot that. You probably um, see some drives on thirteen. To thirteen. Clear the some water. guys try and take take it into that narrow slot. Even if they don't, they're still hitting wedge into the green. is an easy easy par, par three, three. Fifteen to drive, drive the green, green. like.
1: Sixteen. How many times have we said drive the green? Sixteen, almost drive the green. shit. Uh, yeah,
0: I mean, I, I think you could see, you could see a fifty-six out here easy. That's wild. That's what people don't like. And the course record here was sixty-three. People do not know how good these guys are, and guys that are trying to get out there, if you can't do that or get close to that, you don't have a chance. It's just the reality of how good those players are. <laughs> like, can, like, can you imagine going? Oh. How many rounds started with a five today? Like, yeah, like who's gonna shoot? Who's gonna shoot the lowest round with a five? I, I'm not kidding. Like that's how good. Like they're chipping everywhere. I mean, all the par fives are eagles. So there's eight under par.
1: I don't think a tour if multiple player. Multiple guys shoot eight under par on those four holes. I don't think a tour player would make a five on this course. No.
0: I mean, they might like an out of bounds shot or hit it in the water or whatever on like thirteen, trying to sneak it into a corner. But or like
1: maybe seventeen, maybe no, they make him five there.
0: Just driver, hybrid onto the green, chip, and putt, yeah, or two putt or one putt. Like you're, you would have, you would have at least one guy, if not more, make four eagles, and then probably eagle another part. So you got ten under right there. That's the course record by itself by two. <laughs>
1: That's
0: only five holes. So like maybe, it is
1: very realistic for those guys to do that. Maybe drive the green on 18. So
0: if they shot 27 under par in that tournament playing from 7,500 yards, you could back this thing up to 72 by just putting artificial tees and mound it up and put some sod on it just to try and make it harder. It still wouldn't make it hard enough. Nope. So it, <laughs> well, I've shot 65 out here. It's like, good. You, you're you going to shoot 75 at the BMW. Like it's just not good enough, and you know I, I've coached players that are trying to get out there. Like, sorry, like if you can't, <laughs> it's just the re- they're so freaking good, it's insane. So, anywho, that's a long answer to that question, but that great, it may be it may a be a question, little though. it may be a little too easy. Uh, I I could agree with that. Uh, <laughs> like if you put that in context of playing the bridge, like that's really not that low. <laughs>
1: It's unreal. So, uh, What's uh, our next question here on Instagram? Oh, I
0: got uh, wedges, wedges, wedges. Give us good drills for wedges. Since I said wedges, wedges, wedges last week. Um, first one is up and down. Don't hit the same putt. Same shot twice in a row. 20 balls. You don't have to do 20. You just need one. 20 different spots. Get up and down as much as you can. Get on the golf course. Play a wedge game. Uh, I love a wedge game where... 10s, 20s, 30s, 40s, all the way up to 90s. (laughs) You drop a ball in that range, and once you use that range, it's done. So I
1: put the bucket out there today.
0: Yeah, that was a good one. Always putting like targets, pitching to shots in your backyard. Try to avoid hitting the same shot twice in a row. Um, Golf isn't that way. You don't get multiple cracks at it. You don't learn touch and feel nearly as quickly that way. Um, In the short term, you feel like you are. It's like, oh, I'm hitting more in the basket because I'm hitting to one basket. That has value. But if you hit to a different basket every time, you do worse in the moment doing it but your retention of the scale going on the golf course goes way up um, so it's not even close on the research so um, I mean if you want solidness of contact I, I still love the three T's. I have that one on Instagram it's going to be on the Franklin Bridge Performance Institute app
1: um, that's an easy one like can three can you T's explain ball, one on what each. we were doing today as far as
0: no that's a secret man okay I was teaching Jack how to flight wedges hit different shots with well, wedges. It's more about just like the basic
1: concept of yeah. flighting something or like, uh, you know, putting enough yeah. spin on the ball where it holds up there pretty nice.
0: Yeah. So one of the ways you can add spin is to create what we call flash speed at the bottom. So it's adding a little extra zip at it. Most people do it with their wrist, um, which you can do, but you have to do it in a very specific way. Um, but they lose the overall technique of the motion so it doesn't matter like you shouldn't learn how to hit that shot unless you can hit a basic wedge shot if you cannot consistently hit a wedge shot solid you can't hit me 10 shots in a row with a basic wedge shot with an open face closed face narrow stance wide stance if you can't do that across all those different shots sorry not time for you to learn how to spin it but Jack can so <coughs> it's fun for you to work on that what else come on somebody else come into the my got a question Question. Come on. Oh. oh man. Oh, good try. <laughs> Daniel's always good for a question. What is something that's? Um, oh, we were talking about something back there today. What was it that you wanted to bring up? What were you saying like? That oh, I wanted to bring up, or we wanted to bring up. We were talking about it back there today. Right before, or it was during that last oh, lesson? Oh, oh,
1: we were talking about how. I don't know if this is what we were ta- what we were supposed to bring up, but talking about how um most golf instructors would think about the lower body before the upper body in this one individual
0: yeah and we we'll get into that in the next topic too but like we want to see things a certain way like we've been conditioned to see it a certain way it's really kind of cool to see you since spending more time around me you start to see the golf swing and ask the same questions that i hear other golf professionals ask it's like yeah you see that but like if you change that, how's the ball going to know it? That's my favorite question that Hank used to ask. How's the ball going to know that? Uh, well, if they do this, then they're going to hit it more solid. Well, that's a big jump. Like, if I fix their hips, they're going to hit it more solid. Uh, can you prove that? Like, well, they'll they'll rotate faster, which will lean the shaft. Well, there's a lot of things between hips rotating faster and out there, like, can you make that argument? We'll get into that and kind of give you some insights
1: in the next. I'm looking forward to watching your career in the next, like, you know, 20, 30 years. You, I feel like you've got the potential to be like a Butch Harm, a Butch Harmon-esque. Well, I,
0: I would love, like, it's a role model of mine. Like, I'd love to be able to do what he does.
1: But um, you see Butch just like roll out there on his cart. Possibly has a beer in his hand. He's got his shades on.
0: I'll have my Coke with wine. <laughs> exactly. yeah.
1: But like you see him just like roll out there. And especially he was on... Um, I always bring them up. They're my favorite golf show. But the the Foreplay podcast with Barstool, they played around at Butch's course. And he just like rolled out there. He's just having fun. He's like, "Hey, just like do this, that, and the other," and they like do it. And they're like, "What the heck did you do? Like, what'd you do? What'd you see? Like, it's witchcraft. That's what it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels like."
1: <laughs> and and we've been talking too about the relationship between good teachers and technology, too, mm. right? And how a lot of people think that technology is the be all end all, um, and like the technology never lies. So well, it's like, no, the technology is supposed to back up our uh our opinions on what we think is supposed to be the solution it's supposed to be a support like
0: if we use uh, i use ipads and like learning on ipads that they have for kids now like some of that stuff's really good and it's been really helpful to some kids who struggle to learn and communicate um but like if you use it as the sole proprietor to teaching your child then you lose all like it's there's a tool not as a
1: replacement and i think the biggest thing to note too on that topic is like ben hogan did it without tech oh my gosh sam oh. sneed did it without tech this is what i wanted to say to that nicholas so, did it without tech so um to a degree
0: one of the guys i had today i'm not going to name the place he took lessons from but take a guess how many lessons he's taken did i tell you this about this guy already oh like the 65 60
1: he had taken 65 lessons
0: to not break 100
1: Sixty-five 60, lessons. We'll call it an hour each, like sixty-five hours, yeah. like almost three days. Any practices? Yeah. Like,
0: what? At what point? Like that dude's dedicated. He's like, man, I, I can do this. I'm just gonna keep trying to do this. And he said, I've learned more in the two lessons you've given me with no technology than I did with, and I took video, but I didn't even use it to teach him because he didn't need that. Like he needs some basic movement patterns and. Here's my thing with training aids, right? So, like, to use them or not to use them. Using training aids is a crutch. People go to those first. Like, put them in the spot. People can learn. People are smart. People
1: are capable. Like I went from not playing the game to shooting 80 in under a year with no training aids and no tech. Zero.
0: People are athletic. You just have to reteach them how to learn like it's not and so like that's what was the majority of my lesson today with this guy was like here's how to learn and like here's how to feel your movements and we'll get into that a little bit in this next podcast but I think we got a question
1: Daniel I see you're waiting dude
0: he's got the pineapple shirt on yeah grab the mic right there you have to flip it on I think and then flip it off before you put it back down
3: is it on maybe yeah there it is All right. so I was playing today and I was doing really well up until hole six, and it was a choke hole. And then I lost it through seven and eight, and it was it just went downhill. Are there like ways to prevent that, or like a secret serum?
0: Uh, secret <laughs> serum. I like that. That's cool, <laughs> uh, Jack. I'll let you start answering that one. Uh, there's there's a couple of things that he said. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this before we kind of dive into it, what people say and what people do, tell me everything they believe about the game and themselves. Well, I think you um, said it first, right? Choke hole. Started, team. right? So that, that terminology needs to come out of the language. Um, like, I don't believe you ever choke anything. So even our coach in college didn't like the term choke down. Last thing you want to think on the 18th
1: hole is the word choke. choke down. Yeah.
0: Now people are like, well, I say it all the time. And it's never affected me before. I was like, He's looking for that one chance where it's going to NCAA championship. You've never been there before. And you've got to pull off a shot sitting down in the rough. And your other player just stuffed it to 15 feet. We were talking, too, about... um, And so it was grip down. It was not choke down.
1: Right. And we were talking when we played last together in our round. We were talking about, um, like, caddy speak, too. Mm -hmm. And how when you're like, just hit a little delicate... Wedge or hit Can't a little like say nippy wedge or something like that. Nippy's okay. Delicate's not. In it's like the associate the indirect association that it has right. on. I think a lot of people don't just because it doesn't enter your conscious mind doesn't mean that it doesn't affect you in any way. So a lot of the stuff that we talk about too, like take the swing out of it. Take take this, yeah, take the swing out of it. A lot of the stuff that we talk about is just body language and uh, body language and. Actual language, verbal yeah, language. Yeah. Out, but, of, um, out
0: of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yeah. Like, what's down in there, it's going to, like, it's going to showcase what's really there. I'm like, well, that's not what it meant. It's like, yes, it is. Like, he believes that you choke, that you can choke. And that I choked. I'm like, you can choke, you just said bad shot. What's, what's wrong with that? You? Two. I made triples and double. Watch the tour. Look at Bryson. He had that, uh, like, three weeks ago. It was like, had two pars, two doubles. Five bogeys and nine birdies. So did he choke? I, he just hit a bunch of bad shots. And he hit a bunch of good ones. So I, that's, I'd like to eliminate that pretty quick. We've but I'll let you keep going.
1: Well, we've also talked about, too, about how... Um, well the way that I like to think about it, it's like 18 little mini battles, right? Like, if you lose one, don't let it affect your next one, too. And um, we've. this is something that I've really been working on with Scott a lot recently is fighting for the best score possible so sometimes you hit your tee shot and it's not great and you just have to be like okay well from this situation what can I make and the difference between people who can't break 90 and the difference between people who can break 80 on a consistent basis is they feel like they can make a better score than the position that they're in
0: Right, so <laughs> we had some fun when we played um, last week, you, me, and Scott. <coughs> um, on hole four, I hit a weak four hybrid that hits a tree and bounces right, short right. I've got 200 and I think it was like 22 yards or something to the flag, back center flag. I'm on a crazy downhill slope, um, ball sitting, sitting okay. Um, in the rough. I was like, well, I'm going to take a four hybrid. Margin of error was close to zero. (laughs) Uh, I'd give it 15%, 20%. But I wasn't trying to hit the green. So I was trying to like, okay, I've only got to get it. It's only got to be in the air like 165 yards. I'm going to try and get it 185. Lands short, uh, rolls up to like 12 feet. Now, I didn't make the putt, but the mentality of like, I don't even have to get on the green. I just need to get up there close and then maneuver it on and just turn. happened to turn out. I hit it a little hard, and it worked out perfect. Like I knew I could flight it down and hit it straight enough to get it up near the green. I didn't know if it was going to squirt left squirt right. I knew it was going to go low and knuckle. That's all that's all I knew.
1: So I tried just to land it short. throw it into the hill and let yeah, it take all I'd, off.
0: Yeah, and if it went a little right, I'm fine. If it went a little left, I'm fine. Pin was back center. I can get up and down from either side. I've got a better chance to get up and down from up there than pitching it to 125 yards.
1: Well, here's another question I want to ask Daniel too. Is Ooh.
0: this this might be a I want to we know we haven't done this in a while. No, I want to you know turn the question back on him.
1: I want to know what your thought process was. I want to know what your thought process was on what you call your your choke hole. Like, give me give me the shot by shot, and then give me your tee shot on the next hole. And what were you thinking?
3: All right, like from. The first tee to the on the hole?
1: Whatever your choke hole was. What was take, your me, choke me, hole? take yeah. me through it. Take me um, through it. What hole what was hole it? What hole was it?
3: It's hole six on the little course.
1: Okay. Okay.
3: And I hit into the left bunker. Which and I got out great. It was like five, four and a half feet from. And then I three putted. It was Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey,
0: if people are listening, he's not the first one to do that. And no. he's not gonna be the last one. No.
3: Uh and then I so want
0: so how do you define choke?
3: I had an opportunity and I lost it by a landslide.
0: So so Bryson had an opportunity to make a 7-footer and he didn't make it. Did he choke? No. Okay. What's your average score right now?
3: Uh on the little course or like mid 30s.
0: Okay. So what'd you shoot?
3: I think I ended up... I f- probably went, like, 40s.
0: Okay. So... A three putt on one hole for uh. a double still wouldn't get us into... The f- that one hole wouldn't get us into the 40s.
1: You'd probably be shooting, what, 38, 39? Worst Cause case?
0: Because it's a par 3, so par 27. Right. So,
1: like... Yeah, I... Th- that would only get us into the high 30s
0: based on your average.
3: Then, Then there was another double, and then a triple.
0: Did those follow mm-hmm. the... Yeah, those followed Okay, the so the failure was not on missing the three putt. The failure is on that three putt being carried into the next two holes.
3: Mm-hmm. Gotcha.
0: You can't change anything that happened behind you. Mm-mm. Not possible. So, um, and you can't change what's going to happen in the future either, but you can change what you do right now. It's so many people get out of what they're in control over. Like, it's one. And it's the guy not was easy. was like, that hole's in my head. I was like, who, why aren't you in your head? That was in the podcast last week. I was like, who is in there? Like, it's well, in my head. Well, then you're not.
1: It's, you're like, it's not easy, be too. Of, yeah, to, yeah, you're, to, you're it, right. It's Keep not up. like, it's not like, it's not like you're, you have a problem, right? Like, everybody, in fact, anybody, oh. anybody who can't break so 90... Anybody who can't break ninety is having that thought process every single round that they play. Literally every single round. Thanks, um, Justin. And that's the reason why they're shooting the scores they are. So this is why we are this is why we've taken the podcast to these links is because uh I think people think that the swing is gonna magically fix their scores when in reality that's only half mm-hmm. the equation.
0: Yeah, I mean Bryson hit it in the water on a playoff hole and he still made par. Like, that's mindset and strategy and decision-making and all that. Um, I love what you said, though. It's not like there's something wrong with you. You know how many, there are way too many parents at his age, with kids at his age, that start sending them to a sports psychologist. You know what starts to happen to a kid? They start to think something's wrong with them. There's not anything wrong with him. It's just being a kid. Like, he's a freshman in high school. Shoot. Like, that's part of being a freshman in high school like you're gonna make mistakes like i make some of the same mistakes you do like
1: i think that advice that i would give being that i was in high school i guess not that long ago
0: you're a lot closer to it than i than i am
1: that's true (laughs) but like uh like i would be a lot easier like a lot easier on myself like the people who performed incredibly well in their like specific areas whether that was sports or class or um theater or art, whatever it was, or just people who love what they're doing and, like, they don't take it too seriously. A lot yeah. of the people who go to, like, to these big D1 colleges, you're like, it's their, like, it's their prime of their life, it feels like. In high school, they make everything look easy. It's because they don't care. Like, they're so far ahead of everybody, mm-hmm. not, necessarily, not necessarily technically, but mentally. They're so yeah. far ahead of everybody. And then they, they go they to just, college and realize they have the fearless mentality. There's 5,000 of them. <laughs> right but that's the difference yeah
0: I mean think about the kid who's been number one and goes to Harvard and he's like the 499th guy out of 500 that they're taking like oh now I'm the dumbest kid here but it's all mindset it's not it's not right
1: he's exponentially better at what he does
0: yeah I I think like take the terms choke out of your it's not a chokehold. hole he's just made a mistake it's fine like Choking is kind of an assault on your character. Like, I'm a choke. Yeah, like, you're just going to make mistakes. Like, tour players, remember the time Ernie Els, like, six jacked it from, like, 12 feet? So, it's a good question. I mean, failure is just a part of the learning process, and it's a requirement to become good.
1: I think, uh, I mean, we've stressed this already on either this podcast or last uh, podcast, but uh, putting like there should be no everybody should work on their lag putting and work on just getting it close i don't i don't think people close understand the short ones yeah i don't understand how many, like wh- what is okay scott what is tour average from 5 feet you want the exact answer well give me a ballpark
0: oh i want to give you the exact answer okay, so. I can't
1: give you a ballpark. I want to give you the exact answer. Tour putting averages. No, that's <laughs> not going to do it. Hang on, I got it right here. Well, while you are getting there. Hang that on, up. I got it. Oh, you got, right got there,
0: right it right there. Right, right. There. Like okay, right cool. here, right here. Okay, so what? Five what's feet, tour averages 81% make.
1: Okay, and then. Um,
0: and Daniel's probably 65.
1: And so go to. Um, wait, so what did you say it was? 81. 90, 81. Hmm? So a five footer, and this the guy makes it eight out of 10 times. Like, Okay, and now go to 10 feet. Oh, 10 feet's a lot of fun. Exactly. 42%. So half, not even, under not even half. half. And so now go to 20 feet.
0: Uh, 20 to 25 feet is 12%.
1: Okay, is there any... One out of 10. What, what does it go to? Like, Let's say what an average, an amateur is going to hit it into for an approach shot. What do you think they're probably going to stick at? Their proximity is probably going to be around, it's gonna what, be north what, 30? Of
0: 20, it's going to be north of 25 feet.
1: Yeah, north of 25, but let's say 30 <laughs> as a ballpark. Yeah. So, at putt 30. It, get
0: it inside of four feet. So, what, is, what is, is the feet. tour
1: average from 30, though? That's what I'm saying. Uh, It's it's like 8%. So, that's what I'm saying. 6%. It's like even the best in the world only make that putt eight out of 100 times.
0: I still think the fast most fascinating two stats, and I didn't see them before, and I tracked them this year. Oh, I pulled them up this year. I didn't track them. But putts made per event over 10 feet. 4.6.
1: I'm. I'm gonna name this podcast per event. Why you should work on putting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like,
0: putts made per event over ten feet. Or that's tour average. That's one point one five putts think. per round. So when they shoot twenty seven under par, you know how many putts they're making outside of that range? Like that's insane. They're they're making so many putts, um, over ten feet. Putts made per event over twenty feet. One point two. These guys were putting it great this week. Like, that's fascinating to me. That's
1: what I'm naming this podcast. I'm about uh, tour averages, not what you think.
0: Yeah. I mean, their putting's insane. But and that's what I'm going to say. And that's what Daniel they only was. hit 12 greens around. They're like, man, I, I need to hit more greens. So, how many do you hit? 11? <laughs> what do you shoot? 77? Well, then it's not like hitting one more green isn't going to lower your scoring average. Nope. So, let's talk about your putting and your wedges.
1: <laughs> uh, any other questions? i guess i'll i'll comment on that one before we wrap it because we're going a little long here for normal um especially average is not what you think i feel like um a lot of people especially because this game has such a barrier to entry as far as skill level a lot of people think that they have to hit every fairway make every putt uh put everything close. It's like, that's not, just, that's not true. If you can work on two putting, everything that you do, I guarantee mm-hmm. you, you're going to see your scores drop, first of all. Yep. And then after that, it's just kind of backing it up, being more consistent with every shot after after that. So wedges, always put them close. Irons, if you're just starting out, just get them on the green mm-hmm. and then off the tee, just put it in play. Like it's, this game right. is not as hard as people think, mm-hmm. but everybody thinks that they have to perform as well as a tour player when they come out here, which is why would you think that?
0: Well, and people want, we want to look at the swing. That's what's all over social media. We don't want to talk about like hitting shot. Bless you. Excuse, excuse me. We don't want to talk about hitting shots. We don't want to talk about, um, I don't like the term playing it safe. That's stupid. It's not playing it safe. Like you play uh, games like bridge and, um play card games and 21 21 whatever or, um, like wolf. it's not playing it's safe it's playing the averages it's playing it's playing the game like you you win you win blackjack you, you're not going to beat the house unless you know how to play the game in order to at least even out with the house if you stay there long enough um so you know it's understanding the game that you're playing and actually
1: play it well, that was the longest Q and A that we had with the least amount of questions. But <laughs> sorry, it was I, got, I got to ramble. No, no, it was a great Q <laughs> and I was about to follow that by saying it was a great Q and A though because I think those were all questions that everybody asked on a week to week basis. Yeah, Seriously. all the
0: time. That's a choke hole. Why is it hole in my head? What? Yeah.
1: And then we talked about wedges, and we talked about our yep. golf courses as easy. Our our golf courses made easier than we think, or should they be harder? I guess I should put it. Maybe we could make them harder they I do for <clears> one <throat> tournament a year <laughs> u.s yeah, open yeah, U.S. Open, in the masters it, well true that's, that's a just a hard so, yeah, yeah. animal well we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up here from the back porch of franklin bridge uh, thank you always for viewing watching subscribing whatever you guys are doing um, we're going to try and put more of this stuff out on the social media so that you can uh, listen to little snippets and come out here because we do giveaways all the time um, if you're here more than likely to get your, obviously your question answered, but sometimes you can get a cool gift as well for mm-hmm. showing up. So we like to reward attendance here. Good. I sound like a teacher. I should not be doing that. <laughs> Don't do that. No, I can't be doing no, that. No, we're too much fun. But Delete that out of there. I'm I kidding. will. But thank you guys for uh, 16,000 plays and for coming out last week for our big blowout for our fall kickoff and programming. Uh, we've got a lot of cool stuff coming down the pipe, so uh, feel free to check into all of the socials Uh, make sure you follow franklin bridge on instagram and make sure you follow scott hassey on instagram it's s hassey golf two s's two e's um, and you guys will find everything uh, that we're talking about and that we're doing here at the bridge over there so make sure you go follow them are we how close are we to a thousand followers for you we're close, aren't we? I uh, know. I'm like
0: 40-something shy. Yeah,
1: we're close. Trying to get to 1,000 for the end of the year. I love that. I love that. Uh, well, from us here on the back porch of Franklin Bridge, thank you all for listening to this episode, and we'll see you on the next one. Peace.
0: we got to wake up a little bit for this last podcast. A little bit. <laughs>
2: Thanks, y'all, for listening to this episode of the Champions Playbook. As always, you can find us anywhere that you guys are. So uh, make sure to check out Scott on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of the above. His Instagram is at golf. That's two S's and two E's. So make sure to go and check out everything that he's got going on over on his Instagram page. Uh, as well as make sure you follow Franklin Bridge. Uh, Franklin Bridge puts out some great things as well, and we want to make sure that we support them because they support us. So, as always, feel free to come by the back porch of the persimmon pub at 7 p.m on wednesdays to come and listen to us talk golf so book a late afternoon round of golf and then afterwards come on inside get some food some drinks Uh, we got some specials going on we had some five dollar flatbread pizzas we had some amazing chicken tacos as well as drink specials going on all night long so make sure to support the persimmon pub as well when you come out We would love to see you guys. We do one episode and then a live Q&A and then another episode. So from 7 to 9 on Wednesdays, we hope to see you soon, and we'll see you on the next one. Peace.